0: The Leafs are on the brink of elimination, and as little as I care about that, Kyle Dubas is on the brink of becoming a free agent general manager. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place you found this really fun day-slash-night of Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Beginning with the Devils doubling up the Hurricanes 8-4. to Whatever it was that Carolina was doing to slow down hockey's fastest team, it sure didn't hold up. Uh, Jack Hughes and everybody had themselves a big, big day up in Newark. In Seattle, the Kraken similarly ran up the score on the Stars and Jake Ottinger, seven to two. That game wasn't even as close as that score makes it sound. Uh, The Kraken just dominated from start to finish. But the game that was probably of the greatest interest, if only because the Leafs and their following and the Canadian media make that franchise, uh, how do I put this? They, They inflate that franchise's importance And they do it successfully in enough eyes that everything they do seems like it's a really big deal. When, in fact, they are arguably the league's worst franchise, not having appeared in a single Stanley Cup final since 1967. This is the first year they'd even won a single playoff round since 2004. But, oh, it's the Leafs. It's the Leafs. And all their players are treated as if they're larger than life. And there's 12 statues outside Scotiabank Arena. I'm not kidding you. I counted them when I was there this winter. They're right next to each other. There's 12 of them. And yet this has been the least successful franchise in the league ever since the league stopped being a six-team operation that was run out of some dude's basement. Now, I'm not just randomly going off on one of my, I can't stand the Leafs or their fans rants, although I'll probably have one of those ready for you whenever they're all the way out, as opposed to being down three games to zero. The reason that I bring it up today is that Kyle Dubas, their pretty much universally respected general manager, a guy who's built his rep on analytics, but has also made moves Uh, has also won on moves, meaning beating out other GMs, such as getting Ryan O'Reilly, which I thought was one of the smarter trades that any executive made at this past deadline. Uh, He's earned the accolades that he's received. And if he does, in fact, become a candidate for the Penguins general manager vacancy, I'll be very much open-minded to it. My understanding to this point is that the Penguins are staying away from that situation for obvious reasons. The Leafs are still playing. And unlike some of the assistant GMs with whom they've already spoken, there's a difference between assistant and GM. When you're the GM of a team and they're in the playoffs, you are expected to be 100% committed to that cause at that time. But here's where my warning sticker gets applied. Don't ever fall for people who get overhyped, overinflated over-inflated, all those other words I've already used, in Toronto. It's pure poison in the hockey context. This is, uh, in general, uh, a hyperactive fan base, a hyperactive media core, a hyperactive community overall that believes that any little thing any little thing that ever goes right up there is just the greatest thing to ever happen to hockey. I always bring this up, and I'm not sure why, because it's such a random example. But if you go back quite a few years when Alexei Kovalev might have been the most talented player in the NHL, not suggesting Kovey was the best, okay? He'd be the first to tell you he wasn't. But the, simply from the standpoint of Raw gifts from God. He stood alone. And these people up there, whenever Nikolai Antropov, you don't even remember that name. I don't care how long you've been watching hockey. You don't remember Nikolai Antropov. But they made Antropov out to be the next Kovalev because he had a nice couple of games. And he was Russian. Well, there you go. There's the mix. All right, then. But that's just, and I remember at the time saying, are you people nuts? Meaning on on social media, are you nuts? Have you seen Kovalev? Do you know who and what Kovalev is to compare this to Antropov? But this is where I get a little bit edgy because Dubas is treated in particular by the media up there as, whoa. Why? Just because he's running the Leafs. Just because of that. Now, why would Dubis want to leave that? Why would the Penguins, or Fenway Sports Group, to be more specific, believe that he'd be available? Why does almost everybody seem to think he'd be available? That answer is simple, too. He's tired by every account up there of being micromanaged from above. He wants to completely run something. And my view is that when Dave Beeston... The FSG guy who, along with Kevin Acklin, showed up for that press conference after Ron Hextall and Brian Burke were fired when Beeston said that the Penguins were not sure yet if they would be getting a straight up GM who runs everything or they'd be looking for a similar alignment like they had with Hextall and Burke, meaning a GM and some sort of president of hockey operations. That's now a fairly common thing, not just in hockey, but in sports. I think, getting a little conspiratorial here, that Beaston said that because the one guy who'd be in that position where he could make such a demand would be the only active GM who's in the apparent mix, and that would be Dubas. But my goodness, be very, very thorough. Be very, very certain that what he does wasn't just some sort of toronto mythology really really dig really really learn what this guy's all about and what part of both the good and the bad decisions in toronto he had a hand in for example it's more than a little conspicuous that the leafs went into this playoff without any significant goaltending and i'd argue respectfully that the same would apply even if Matt Murray had been healthy because it's been a long, long time since Muzz has been himself. The GM probably had something to do with that. Just some food for thought. When we come back, J1Q. And today's J1Q comes from Brian who says, DK, the Penguins have been physically weak and brittle for a long time. They also never learn to just shoot the puck the net rather than standing around and waiting for the perfect lane or opportunity. Now their speed is gone and their solid goaltenders are gone. So what's left? Sid and Gino can't win against five opposing players. Yeah, you, you, you generalize there, Brian, and I, I see where your points are. You can take them all to a certain degree uh, for my taste, and I would agree with you. I don't like the fact that the Penguins get knocked around the way they do. I'm not talking about fighting and scary stuff and whatever else. I'm talking about just being out-muscled for pucks, uh, being pushed around in front of their own net, uh, not being able or not being willing to gain position in front of the other team's net unless you're Jake, who's five foot nine. You know, and Jake, Jake Gensel is your, your franchise net front guy. You know, that should be the beginning and the ending of that particular debate as to whether or not more is needed. But this team, the idea that it's slow doesn't really apply for me. I, I look at, you know, the speed that's generated by the top six on this team. Brian Rust, something, something was off with him this year but Brian Rust when he's going and I believe he'll be capable of it again and maybe we'll find out that something had been bothering him over the summer but between Rust and Jason Zucker and Gino and Sid of course can still move uh, Latang uh, you even had a couple of guys on the lower lines you know who could who could really skate Ryan Paling had the fastest skating time per advanced analytics of anybody in the league so I, I'm not trying to debunk your point. I'm just saying that that part gets overblown. They're old and slow, old and slow. They're actually not that slow, all right? They're definitely getting up there for for age, but they're not slow. The rest of it solid uh goal tending is gone. Yeah, no question about that. There's a lot of work to be done, man. Brian, that's a the It's the lamest and yet at the same time the most accurate thing I can say back to what you brought up here. Whoever this new GM is, has their work cut out from them. And yet, ironically, they also have the hardest part of team building, of contender building, done for them. Which is the wild, wild part about how badly Hextall butchered all this. All Hextall ever needed to do was to find a handful, and I mean no more than that, a handful of guts and blood grinders for the bottom six, and he'd have been fine. All he needed to do was to find a high-quality 1A goaltender to both Uh, take pressure off Tristan Jari, but also to push him. You'll notice that Jari would always find a way back into the lineup as soon as Casey Dismiss started playing better. Notice that? If there'd been that 1A around here from the beginning, maybe that would have been the case from the beginning. That's all Hexall needed to do. I could even live with the defense core that he built in this context. But he didn't do that. This new GM has to rearrange the cap. He needs to formulate with Mike Sullivan an identity, the way this team wants to play, and not necessarily in Sully's repetitive image, but in a way that the GM uh, sees hockey going in 2023. And then from there, unlike me and what I'm spitting out right now, they've got to make it work within what's realistic. And that's going to be a, it's a tall, tall task. But I'll bring it up again. Why would Dubas want it? In Toronto, his hands were tied by his bosses. In Pittsburgh, his hands will be tied by his situation. In large part, just something else to think about. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. And we're probably only a couple of days away from Leafs Elimination Day and we will all celebrate accordingly. Let's do it again tomorrow.